0: Hello and welcome to Afternoon Tea. I'm Kayla. I'm Max. And we're back. Hello. In a normal episode with just me and Max. No special guest um, Although you're special to me, Max.
1: This is the first time me and Kayla have talked in two days.
0: That's not true. You texted me last night.
1: Well, I text you like every day. But <laughs> that's different. That doesn't count.
0: This is true. And that's because we just got back from spring break.
1: We spent more than a week together.
0: So that was enough of each other mm-hmm. for a little bit.
1: I needed at least a day off.
0: <laughs> um, anyway, we, yeah, we just came back from spring break where we visited Max's home.
1: It's true. Shout out Kent, Washington. Shout out South King County. Shout out Western <laughs> Washington.
0: <laughs> Anything else you need to shout out?
1: Shout out my mom. Shout Pat out my dog. <laughs> shout out Truck. Shout out Ben.
0: Yeah, Uh. Truck is Max's dog, and I think he's my favorite for Dell. He's like b- far and away,
1: he's so needy.
0: Yeah, and I love it because yeah. I vibe with. I get that energy. you know? I
1: yeah. The thing I shit on truck, but I'm needy too. The thing is, is he needs me, but he doesn't understand that I need him. <laughs> and so it's like it's like a one way street where he like demands all my attention, and then when I would like him to give me attention, he like doesn't play with me.
0: This is true. He can be a little icy sometimes.
1: You <laughs> <a> fucking bitch. <laughs>
0: fucking love that dog though uh i miss that dog already anyway so yeah we went to washington on spring break um how have you been since coming back
1: good um kind of stressed because i realized i'm like fucking bad at Farsi, and (laughs) I didn't study at all for a break, and then I got a test back that basically told me, you're fucking shit at Farsi, (laughs) and so now I'm, like, talking with my professor. She's very nice.
0: Um, I don't know. I feel like the coming back... I used to get this, like, every spring break in high school, but I didn't get it last year, probably because I didn't really leave, um, but where, like, the come down from spring break is just really hard, because it's, like, it's not, like you get a substantial amount of time off it's like nine days off and it's not like winter ba- break and that you like come back and it's like oh fresh start like and like your classes aren't like super hard yet because you're just kind of like getting in the swing of things or like summer break which is like the same thing but it's like you leave for a week and you like get some relief and then you come right back and everything's as chaotic as it was before yeah. and you're like fuck this is what my life is usually like that's tough honestly yeah
1: like i didn't think i was playing that but that's probably why i've been having like constant headaches like (laughs) for the last three days (laughs) i like like, generally speaking i don't like you know take medication Mm -hmm. but like i've actually taken like advil like two (laughs) days in a row
0: (laughs) yeah no like that's why i've been like just like out of it for the last two days just because i'm like oh right this is what my brain usually feels like which there's is like crazy. anxiety all the time
1: I will say though like part of me doesn't love like because it's like it, it, there's just something paralyzing mm-hmm. about like being home mm-hmm. where it's like I cannot do anything mm-hmm. like I can't do any work I can't read I can't like write creatively mm-hmm. like I just never do it all I do is play video games and watch movies mm-hmm. and it's like that's fine you know that's fun But, like, eventually I'd like to, like, fucking use my brain. And I just, like, can't. Like, as soon as I get in my bed, I just text my friends or whatever. It's, like, not a space I've, like, designed for that. Mm -hmm. And so then I never do anything when I'm on break at home. Mm -hmm. It's so... That's crazy, right? Like, it's, like, I've not watched, like... Like, I watch New Girl with my girlfriend, and that's the most, like, of a TV series I've watched in the last nine months. Yeah. We watched the entire Ted Bundy documentary in a day, <laughs> over break. No regrets, though, honestly. Like, uh, no, major regrets, honestly, because that documentary's fucking poorly made, and Ted Bundy is a son of a bitch. <laughs> he
0: is, and it did actually kind of give me nightmares, especially because we were staying very nearby where Ted Bundy got his start. <laughs> but it was interesting. But we did do a lot. It was really fun to, like, see you in your, like,
1: Natural habitat.
0: Yeah, it was cool. Because you were slightly different than I know you to be at Georgetown. I warned you. Which is interesting. That that's (laughs)
1: what was going to happen. I'll have you know. You're different when you're around your Virginia friends. Or uh, our our buddy in Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) My one
0: (laughs) Atlanta friend left. Um, Yeah, no, it was just, like, funny to see. Because it was, like, you were the way you are... In like spurts, I would say that I see you at when you're in like specific moods, but it was just like that for a week, yeah. which is just fun because it was like we just were like goofy for a week, which is also what happened when we went to Atlanta. Like, we yeah. didn't talk about anything real for however many days we were there. Yeah. We just kind of like hung, which is like fun.
1: I like that. It's not sustainable for me though. It's, not, it's not, <laughs> not sustainable. It's like that's just it's like I ate so much sugar on this trip, <laughs> yes. I ate so much fucking sugar. Shout out my parents. Um, They supply me with this shit because they know I don't eat coffee. Um, And, like, now the come down down is so hard. Like, I realized that was part of what was giving me a headache is I was not eating as much sugar since I've been here. So I'm just, like, I feel like shit. And it's just, like, oh, my God. I can't even remember what the point was. But, yeah, it's just, like, nothingness, you know what I'm saying? Even though I'm, like, enjoying all the family time.
0: We went to a drag show, which is the first one we'd attended since... The infamous drag article. (laughs) The drag article, -article, if you will, uh, which was different.
1: Yeah, I didn't (laughs) expect that. I don't know why I thought a drag show would be the same in Seattle as it would be in DC. Yeah. Which is funny, I've only ever been to drag shows in DC otherwise. Yeah,
0: me too. Uh, Maybe that would be a fun thing to just like every state I visit now, just like try and find a drag Drag show to go to. to (laughs) (laughs) because because I feel like it would be interesting to go to a drag show in New York because I would imagine it would be much more like ones in DC than in Seattle what would you
1: like to explain
0: because okay so the drag show in Seattle was very fun don't get me wrong um but the it was much less I would say x-rated and much less uh it felt less organized as well
1: well, that's funny. The so like my favorite drag show that we've been to was mm-hmm. at the DC Eagle. Mm-hmm. Shout out the DC Eagle. Yes. Also, can like if we're just going off about hating this country, they're shutting down. Co- they shut down Cobalt. They did. Which is two fucking gay bars in two years. Yeah. We're running out of places, everyone. <laughs> like I swear to God, we need more impromptu queer spaces. I'm so tired of this we shit. Really do. But what do you call it? DC Eagle, great place. It it's is. just a factory of gay. Okay. <laughs> but like, what's interesting is the like setup mm-hmm. of the show is almost identical between what we experienced in Seattle and what we experienced in DC Eagle mm-hmm. because you have a stage which then has stairs down mm-hmm. to like a main floor like a dance floor yeah and then people there's like um, like kind of a crowd that is like a semicircle around the mm-hmm. stage and it's the exact same in Seattle barring like the stairs into the crowd yeah. but the way that like a lot of the performances wound up in Seattle was that you spent the majority of the performance on the stage mm-hmm. and then you, sometimes you collected tips mm-hmm. from people who were doing that but otherwise there's a very like lots of distance yeah. between the crowd and the uh, performer yeah and at the dc eagle
0: that's not how i love is. it <laughs> like
1: you spend maybe two seconds yeah on the stage and then you walk down you're like actually you're singing you sit on like the and i'm not saying either one is better yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. do what you want i don't care but like it's interesting like they like this is the other thing that shocked me in Seattle is, like, people would not stop their routine to get money. Yeah. Which is, like, Whereas not DC, something that would happen. They will not miss yeah. a dollar. Yeah. There was a moment... <laughs> At the DC Eagle, where one of the queens like had like thirty seconds left in their routine, (laughs) and they just stopped because they were like done with the dance, but like the song kept going, Mm -hmm. and so one of the other queens grabbed the mic and was like, "Keep the music going!" (laughs) Danced for maybe ten seconds and gathered money from the rest (laughs) of the patrons.
0: Uh, But it's also interesting because I feel like part of that is due to I got the sense that in Seattle. More of the queens like this wasn't their primary source of income. Whereas in DC, I feel like you have more "quote unquote" like professional drag queens who are like, I have to get these tips in order to like sustain Well, it was also like
1: it was clear there were competitions in Seattle that like had prize money. That's true. Which like could sustain you more than like petty cash at like a nightclub.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I enjoyed it nonetheless. It was also interesting. But I, but what you said after we went, when we were talking about it was interesting to me, um, where like you have more of this like queer culture that's been ongoing in D.C. Yeah. So for like a- example, like the article is based around like the Drag Race, which is.
1: Old. Old. Like I don't remember like the how 80s, old. like, yeah.
0: um, So, like, this community has been there since at least then, prob- most likely before, obviously. Yeah,
1: like, D.C. is a gay city.
0: Yeah, whereas Seattle, you were saying, like, was more centered around, like, rock and, like, kind of, like, yeah, a more like, grunge scene.
1: Yeah, and Seattle's also very segregated. Yeah. Like, South Seattle is, like, Black Seattle, mm. and, like, like below Yesley Way, like that. And, like, um, and then, like, m- Midtown is and downtown is like corporate mm-hmm. and then like Capitol Hill is like the gay neighborhood and mm-hmm. that's it you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. like there are gay neighborhoods in DC yeah but like it's also not exclusive mm-hmm. like you can ex- find gay bars anywhere yeah huh. N- well not anymore <laughs> shit but like it, um yeah it's not you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like there are gay spaces um even in fucking Georgetown Yeah. You know? <laughs> which is like odd um but what do you call it yeah, and, and so it's, like, in the 90s, you've got, like, the experience, like, the nightclub experience was, like, around a rock grunge mm-hmm. and, like, watching white men, like, perform. Yeah. Generally speaking. Yeah. Um, straight men. And so, like, and it's, like, pretty much not until, like, the early 2000s, mid-2000s that the, tr- like, the kind of, like, gay scene explodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, like, yeah, it's, like, a more nascent scene than DC. Yeah.
0: So that was interesting. There was this uh, one guy who was just, oh like, God. gave me a taste of, like, what I missed in, like from, like, the DC scene who was just, like, by himself, had this beautiful fur coat on at the beginning. was just sitting there minding his own fucking business, like, kind of on his phone. And then, like, they started playing music, like, before... Oh, also something they did, which I thought was fun, was, like, they were, it was Thursday night, so RuPaul's Drag Race was on. Yeah. And then just during the <laughs> commercial breaks, these two drag queens were just, like... Commentating, commentating but like not making jokes just like uh, seriously, seriously. <laughs> it was like
1: a, it was like when like people take dog shows seriously yeah it was like that it was amazing i it was love was so that. great
0: that was something that dc needs to do or maybe they do uh but anyway this guy and then they like start playing music and like the the lead up to the actual show and he just like takes off his coat and is wearing this like Uh, like, zebra print dress and, like, fishnet stockings and, like, heeled boots. Uh And it's just, like, dancing his heart out on this. Actually, I shouldn't necessarily say he. I don't know what pronouns they use. But whatever. This person. This person. And is dancing by themselves, killing it, like, living their best life. And then (laughs) someone tries to go up and, like, dance with them. And instead of, like, joining in and, like, making it, like, a cute moment, they just like put their hand up and turned around and continued to dance by themselves. It was
1: so shocking. It was amazing.
0: It was so powerful, honestly.
1: Also, if we're doing shout outs, shout out Irene Dubois, who is like <laughs> unironically the best drag queen I've ever seen. Like, actually, like the best performance it was I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, it was so amazing. If you can, look her up. I don't know how to find this person. But she Irene Dubois,
0: she was great. She like it was like so like I feel like the before, previously like my like favorite drag performances I've seen are like very like out there and like the dancing and like you know, all this, all this stuff. Irene Dubois just got up there and like essentially just used her mouth and her eyes.
1: Yeah, it was like so guttural and like understated, and like so beautiful. It was crazy. Yeah.
0: It gave me chills, low-key.
1: I watched Legally Blonde for the first time. You did
0: watch Legally Blonde for the first time. And I
1: have to say, I really identify with Elle Woods.
0: (laughs) I don't understand how you hadn't seen that movie up until this point. Because it's, like, a very you movie, I feel like. Yeah,
1: it's, like, actually my personality, like, (laughs) boiled down into a movie. Like, I would go to law school to, like, spite someone (laughs) and then be an amazing lawyer. Like, that's me. I would also exclusively wear pink these are things that like I think are kind of core to my identity (laughs) (laughs) like if I could be a rich bitch from Encino Hills like I would be would you bend and snap yeah what I already do (laughs) I knew what that was outside of the movie
0: (laughs) 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 Um, yeah we got to hang out with your little brother Mm -hmm. which is cute we might have food poisoned him on his birthday (laughs) but uh, wasn't
1: me. you might have you took the eggs
0: We ate the same, we made his little brother breakfast on his birthday before he went to school. So we got up at, like, bumfuck early, 6 a.m.
1: That's just kind of when some people get up. No,
0: no, no. That can't be right. I don't want life to look like that. Um, And then we made him, like, Eggs Benedict. And I kind of, like, took the lead on the eggs. And then later that day, he was very ill. Oh, my God,
1: was he ill? He used both bathrooms. (laughs) I didn't even know you could do that. He used both <laughs> bathrooms. you <laughs> would, like, use one and get out and then go to the other <laughs> one. <laughs> um,
0: but, yeah. But then he was fine and everything was fine. So, I don't think it was us.
1: I oh. ate sushi later that night, so he was fine. Yeah, he was all right. We got him some pepto <laughs> Um, But,
0: yeah. That was a good time. I really love Washington State. I really see what the hype was about. If I'm, I'm being saying? honest with you. It's
1: very pretty, and it's, it's a good like spot. it's pretty. And there's something like infantile about being like wrapped up by like trees <laughs> and hills all the time and mountains and shit.
0: Because
1: it's not like you can just see shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's like no, there's an end. It ends. <laughs> you don't worry about it. That's it. It's the end fine. of the world. <laughs> You're just trapped in this little area. It's great, and. Like that. And then also, it's just like, it's so chill. Yeah. Like, it's getting less chill because of like tech bros mm. and assholes, but like, and like neo Nazis, but like, um, Yeah, I don't know. It's, like, the crazy thing is, like, Kent, like, where I'm from, has, like, 120,000 people living in it. You'd never fucking know. (laughs) Like, you'd think it was just this little suburb that, like, no one's ever, like, fucking, what is it? Macklemore is from Kent. Like, it's, like, kind of a, it's, like, the industrial center of, like, the, like... Um, like Bellevue-Tacoma Seattle corridor, and like everyone's just like, "Oh yeah, Kent," you know,
0: <laughs> and it's just like it's like shit like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's I really enjoyed it. I also like that like your house kind of looks over the Kent Valley. Mm-hmm. So like I'd like go take my morning pee, and then like <laughs> I'd look out the window, and it'd just be all of Kent, and it was beautiful. Wow,
1: I'm in Kayla right now. She told me she'd pee in the shower. I didn't pee in the shower, and I'm so happy about it.
0: I really could have and not told you, but I genuinely did not. Mostly because your little brother takes nightly baths. Yeah, and I would have thought so. that.
1: Ben is also 18 now. <laughs> he turned 18. So <laughs> hey, consider that's that.
0: self-care. When your mom said that, I was like, well, <laughs> Ben is winning. <laughs> He's doing better than all of them. What's
1: crazy is Ben doesn't do homework. He just takes <laughs> baths. <Yeah.
0: laughs> no, this is my favorite <laughs> thing. Ben would come home, go take a nap, hang out for a couple of hours, play video games, and go back to bed.
1: <laughs> no, it's his. He's his second, year, or second semester senior. Yeah, who gives a shit anymore? High school, who cares? Uh, no. His, there's no way any of his teachers listen <laughs> to this podcast. And even if they do, they already know this is what he does.
0: <laughs> no, Ben's a star. Uh, I love him a lot. He's, actually, No. The rank, the power ranking of the Friedels. Truck, Pat, Kim, Ben, you. Me. I'm going to be honest with you. I'll take that.
1: I would put Kim Herner, by the way. Oh,
0: right. She shouldn't be in this power ranking.
1: But she is a separate branch, but she's up top for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, Pat? Say what you will about my Oedipus Complex, but <laughs> my mom's my favorite. <laughs> And then dad, and then Ben, and then truck, and then me. (laughs) That's my ranking of my family.
0: (laughs) Um, I don't know. Your dad is just, like, the sweetest man, and I love that energy. Like, but what's funny about him, though, is, like, this is not a visual podcast, so I'll just have to describe what your dad looks like. He looks like, if you put him in, like, a leather jacket, you'd just be like, oh, that man's in, like, a motorcycle because like with yeah. his like long beard he's got like he just has like he that he does
1: kind of look like an old bear gay man <laughs> yeah. like he does kind of have that look to him
0: um and like then you talk to him and he's just like the biggest like every day one morning you were upstairs and i was just like chilling on the couch and he was i told you this already but he was like talking to truck and he was like, hi, Chucky Pooh. I'm going to have some breakfast poo. And then like, for like four sentences after that, everything ended in Pooh, And he was just talking to himself. And I was like, you're so cute, Pat.
1: This is what happens when you're a stay-at-home dad for 18 <laughs> years and you slowly go insane.
0: Oh, he's so sweet.
1: Oh, I do love my dad. Um, big influence on me. Oh, my God. I had an interv- a phone interview yesterday, and they said, tell me about yourself. And I said, I had a stay-at-home dad and talked about my dad for, like, a minute. And then I was like, so do you want to know anything else? And I are like, oh, my God, I feel like I bombed that fucking interview. <laughs> I'm so nervous.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it'll be great. If you talked about Pat, Pat it can't go wrong, you yeah, know? know? Um, know. So this episode is more about uh, the general spring break phenomenon yes. so instead of just like our experience so instead of rambling about that for any longer uh uh i feel like spring break i feel like when i was younger my like perception of what like college spring break to be or would be was like very skewed because like i don't know i feel like it was just like the like mtv like spring breakers yeah like Girls Gone Wild shit. yeah and then it's it's hasn't been that in my experience
1: i you know People do that shit, though. It's true. Like, (laughs) let's not lie. (laughs) Like, let's not pretend. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, what is, like, it is what you make it. Mm -hmm. But it is, like, an interesting phenomenon Mm -hmm. of, like, American youth, like, going to some, like, exoticized Mm -hmm. fucking island to, like, be drunk for a week (laughs) and then to return to their life. It's, like, such, like, a, what do you call it? Like, like... Like American Psycho, like kind of just like escapism. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I don't fault anyone mm-hmm. because I would love to do that. To do that, <laughs> but it is kind of weird.
0: Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Last year, I've re- very much enjoyed my the spring breaks I've had thus far in my college career. Be I think because they like, I don't think I would have enjoyed it if they were that, because I think by the time I get to spring break, it's just kind of time to like. Die <sighs> for a it, yeah. <laughs> and like, cause like last year I went, the Big East tournament was like m- halfway through spring break. So I yeah. just stayed in DC and I was pretty much like the only one in DC, like of my friends. Yeah. And so literally for like, I don't know, three or four days, I would just like be like, all right, what do you want to do today, Kayla? And I would just like go on really long walks around the city, like go see like a movie. I got, went to the Library of Congress for the first time, just like hung out and like, was by myself, yeah. which was nice. And then I like went to the Bay East tournament and like hung out in New York for a few days and like hung out with my sister. And then I came back. We'll get we'll have some time together in New York.
1: That's so exciting. I was thinking
0: about that today. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, yeah. Um, I've had two very different like spring break mm-hmm. experiences. Cause like last year, Georgetown has this program. I don't know who my audience is that I'm speaking to, <laughs> but it's through like the CSJ, like the Center for Social Justice, where they put on like, alternative break programs, which is, like, that whole, like, cliche thing, mm-hmm. where, like, some of them are, like, you go out and do service projects, so I know there's one where people go, I think, to the Rust Belt, mm-hmm. or maybe Appalachia, 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 and, like, build homes, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing, um, there's, like, uh, anyways, I went on one that was about, like, incarceration, where, like, we went to Sing Sing, um, which is a prison in um, New York, um, we went to the youth detention center, so kid jail mm-hmm. in D.C., um, and we, like, talked to a bunch of organiz- organizations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that's just such a, like, thinking back on it, like, like I kind of want to lead it next year or, like, apply to. <laughs> um, but I feel confident that I could. <laughs> but um, what do you call it? Like, it's just such a strange experience. Like, mm-hmm. there was one moment when we were in Sing Sing, and we, like, uh, like, we are t- we toured the whole, like, fucking prison. And, like, we get to this one bit that's just, like, the, what do you call it? It's just where everyone is. It's mm-hmm. like where everyone's locked up. And you, like, walk in and you're being led by, a, like, a guard, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, you're under that pretense. And, like, they've had all of us dress up. Mm-hmm. So we're all, like, a bunch of, like, ba- George Town Dressed kids. up, like, suit and tie? Like, like I had, like, a button-up and yeah. slacks. Oh, wow. And, like, nice shoes.
0: That's interesting that they had you do that.
1: yeah. I certainly would not do that a second time. Yeah. But, like, we do that, and we round a corner, because we, like, they're, like, looking or whatever, and I was, like, ah, I don't want to look in. Because yeah. it's, like, literally the difference between this and the zoo is nothing. Yeah. Like, literally nothing. There's yeah. no difference. And, like, we round the corner, and, like, one of the guys who was, like, locked up was, like, hey, everyone, we have, like, white people in here. Say so it was good. And, like, I laughed, because I thought that was funny. <laughs> but it was, like, really uncomfortable. Yeah. Because, like then it, like, forces you to recognize that you're being watched, too. Yeah. Like, back. Uh Like, it's not, like, just, like, this one-way consent situation. Like, you're both watching. But then it's, like, I felt... It's, like, so gross Uh feeling. Like, I've not felt so, like, icky Mm -hmm. in a very long time. Like, honestly, like, it's been a year since that happened, and I don't think anything so uncomfortable has happened, Mm. like, in that time. And, like, I think it's good that guy fucking said it. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) duh-duh. Like, if people are going to come watch you, like, you shouldn't just... Like... I mean, like, you should or shouldn't, whatever. But, like, this guy was like, no, I'm gonna make these people uncomfortable. Who gives a shit? Like, I'm just here, you know? I'm just fucking locked up. Like, hella people there locked up for life for, like, hella long. Mm -hmm. Like, you go around this facility, and it's, like, all these people who look like my grandpa. Yeah. You know? And so it's just, like, I don't know. It was, like, very illuminating that, like... We, like, have this, like, spring break system where it's, like, woke teens, like, go to get more woke and then, like, you know, wind up doing nothing Yeah. with this. It's, like, very extractive.
0: Yeah. But I think it's, like, interesting because I definitely, like, agree with what you're saying about the whole idea of, like, the ABP and, like, where it's, like, oh, you do this, like, week-long thing and then, like, you can, like, check that off for yourself for the year. But for y- for someone like you, like, that trip, was very impactful yeah. and kind of somewhat or I guess not nece- not necessarily like change your trajectory but like made you more like uh sure of like yeah. what you wanted to do so like how would you say you like want to like like how do you create a trip that doesn't feel um not just like a zoo but just like uh like you're like get out of jail that doesn't make sense oh, well. in, in the context, but, like, you're, you're, like, oh, I can feel better about myself because I went on this trip, but, like, how do you, how do you, like, craft it in such a way that, I like...
1: i because it's, like, on God, like, you know, like, I would say most people have this inkling mm-hmm. that, like, jail and prisons are, like, not great, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I don't think anyone's, <laughs> like, yeah, this is, like, the best solution we've got, <laughs> You know, like, it's definitely, like, even for the most hardline people, it's like, mm-hmm. well, certainly crime shouldn't be happening in the first place, right? Yeah. Um, but what do you call it? I just, like, this is something I've been thinking about a lot. Like, how do you get people to care about people who are incarcerated without having them, like, go to prison? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I go to jail every week. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I talk with people who are incarcerated every week. So it's like I'm kind of, like, intimately, not intimately linked, but, like, you know, like, I have, like, a general sense of, like, my experience there, Mm -hmm. and that's, like, made me much more empathetic to, like, or sympathetic, I guess, to, Mm -hmm. like, um, what people are experiencing in the, like, Virginia area. Um, but I don't fucking know. (laughs) Like, honestly, (laughs) like, I'd give people a syllabus, maybe, like, we'd, like, watch documentaries, but even, like, still, like, documentaries, like, made on, like, jails and prisons, like, are
0: essentially the same.
1: Like, that, yeah, like, they're putting people on display, and then they're also, like, like, shouts to, like, Ava DuVernay, mm-hmm. who, like, made the, what is it? The 13th. Yeah, but, like, you know, that's not exactly asking for, like, prison abolition. That's just asking for the abolition of slavery yeah. in its entirety. <laughs> um You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's, like, difficult because it's, like, I can come back and say, you guys, like, this shit's crazy. Mm. But that it, that was something I was thinking about today. and Like, I had, like, a discussion today in my prison class, and we were talking about, like, inequality or whatever. And I, like, knew, like, if I really, like, really said how I was feeling, like, like, there's this guy in there who, like, is, like, maybe centrist, maybe, like, a little the perso- right? is mm-hmm. like, whatever. But, like, he would call me, like, like a radical, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, for the things I believe. Because, like, I'm definitely an anti-capitalist, like, mm-hmm. for sure at this point. But it's, like, I'm right. <laughs> 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 like, I don't even know what to tell you. <laughs> like, I'm correct. And it's also just, like, what do you call it? Um, I would like to stop being called radical for having evidence-based beliefs. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. one of the most frustrating things to me. It's, mm-hmm. like, my, like, my beliefs about prison and, like, jail are, like, experience and evidence-based, mm-hmm. and it's, like, and I don't know how to, like, translate that to people without the experience. Mm-hmm. Because I can tell people that, like, jailing and, like, like, we know for a fact that, like, uh, what do you call it, the death penalty does not reduce crime. Yeah. But we do it. Yeah. Like, partially because it feels good, mm-hmm. you know, but and like but like there's no evidence right mm-hmm. and so it's like i can't explain to people that because like the emotional response is like we should kill people mm-hmm. and it's like i can't like explain to you yeah. that that like to me that doesn't resonate emotionally yeah, yeah it's like you just have to feel it you know what i'm saying
0: yeah i don't know that's interesting and then i don't know i don't know the extent of the other APP trips i know there's one like i have a friend who led one to like alabama And I haven't, I don't know exactly what they did, but I know that she was talking about a lot of how for like a lot of kids from like the Northeast, it was like culture shock to see like that many Confederate flags and to like see like that many Confederate monuments and things like that. Mm. Um, So I think like those kinds of experiences can be yeah, valuable and powerful, but I don't necessarily know how to like make people care outside of that week. Yeah, you know,
1: yeah. how to like keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't even know, like, do people need like that's my thing. It's like say like like you go to the Bahamas, mm-hmm. you have a good time you go back mm-hmm. and then you have that memory. And it's like if you're taught to be like maybe like a good steward, mm-hmm. you know, don't step on any shit or like don't fuck up beaches. You're not supposed to go to blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, is that necessarily bad? Mm-hmm. And the, like the, and then you just like take that like that was a nice experience. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Like. Do you need, like, is there a difference between that and being like, I'm going to go to Alabama, I'm going to learn about, like, civil liberties, about, like, you know, like, uh, like, the civil rights movement in the 60s, Mm -hmm. and then I'm, like, going to live my life. Like, is just having that information enough?
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I would say it is, while there is value in it, I don't think it's necessarily enough, just in the way that it's, like knowledge is not necessarily action like i feel Mm -hmm. like especially in the age of social media we get so caught up in like spreading the word about things that it's like there's more steps after that i would agree like i don't know like it just reminds (laughs) me this is like kind of analogous but not really but you remember like the coney thing
1: 2012 thing. yeah yeah. the
0: coney 2012 thing where which ended up being bogus but even if it wasn't like just the idea of like oh now we all know
1: yeah. Now what? <laughs> well, that's my thing. That's like a, that was one of my like mild frustrations with people like when like the midterms was happening here. Mm-hmm. It's like you guys, like even the most like radical like progressive candidate is not going to upend fucking your local <laughs> legislature or like, you know, stop local injustice or like stop like police discriminate. Like you have yeah. to yell at people. Yeah. Like it takes much you know, you know, that's my thing. It's like I don't like voting as, like, this primary liberty. Mm-hmm. Like, v- obviously, I'm, voting's important. Vote, people. <laughs> God damn it. But, like, you also, like, and I'm not saying everyone needs to be a more active citizen, mm-hmm. but, like, if you care about shit, it takes more than just voting with people who align mm-hmm. with your beliefs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, where will, how did we get here? <laughs> spring break. <laughs>
1: where? Yeah, where does spring break originate? You know what I'm saying?
0: I have no idea. Because
1: we don't have, like, a fucking... Fall break.
0: We don't. Some schools do. Well, we have like we have Indigenous People's Day, what? Which is our like fall break. Christopher
1: Columbus. You know? <laughs> yes. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I got that was like the big argument I got in with my dad when I was in high school. <laughs> I was a freshman and I just read Howard Zinn. <laughs> 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 you're like I'm knowledgeable. Like, I fucking know things now. <laughs> but like, P- I like I you know anyways Howard Zinn you know.
0: Isn't Howard Zinn what Timothy Chalamet's character was reading in Lady Bird? No way. I think he was. He would. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, give him shape because it's kind of shallow, but, like, still, like, valuable. And, like, I, like, my dad was, like, talking about Christopher Columbus. And I was like, dad, Christopher Columbus was, like, racist and killed people. And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, he discovered America. And I was like, he didn't even discover America. Like, he went to, like, what was it? Like, where, like, Hispaniola. He was like, what? And I was like, yeah, you know, like, he was trying to go to India. That's... Uh, so to
0: get t- <laughs> um
1: like we always have this idea of like a passive india mm-hmm. just about to be like fucking you know like conquered mm-hmm. or whatever by this christopher mm-hmm. they were richer than the <laughs> europeans <laughs> they wanted access to the trade routes like that's like fucking like the way like call, like um kind of like imperialism begins in like the middle east is because um Soleiman, mm-hmm. the like sultan of the Ottoman Empire, like, looks at France and is like, you guys are fucking scrubs. Here's like a like a little treaty we'll give you, so you can have greater access to trade routes here, like, I guess. Uh-huh. And then it kind of, like, spirals out of control because France grows a little more powerful than they were expecting. Yeah. But, like, it was, like, a condescending move <laughs> by the Ottoman Empire. It's, like, all this shit, like, we imagine, like, 14th, 15th century Ottoman Empire and, like, what the Mughals in Mm. India it's like oh my god like what were they like they were bigger empires than (laughs) Europe I don't even understand but what do you call it yeah like and I got in this huge argument with my dad and he was like whatever what are they teaching you in school and then he comes back like three days later he's like so I did some like I did not back down so like good for me (laughs) right and like he comes back like three days later and he's like so I did some research and it turns out he did kill and rape people, so maybe we shouldn't celebrate him.
0: Yeah, no, it's so interesting. Like this, sp- how did we? Whatever, whatever. Um, Just do it. The space that like Christopher Columbus takes up in like the American imagination. It's like
1: weirdly Italian.
0: It, it but which it doesn't even make sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking understand the European like Americans. But
0: like down to like American Indian is still a phrase.
1: Yeah, that is common. Like the Museum used. of the American Indian.
0: And it's like it was literally just because this man was confused, and that's just how. I mean, also like I don't know that I'm not Native American, so like who am I to like speak on their behalf? But like, is Native American any better? Like that's also I not a name about that this. was chosen. Like by it's
1: them. like what do you call it? Like in Canada they say like First Nations, mm-hmm. and like in other places they say like Aborigines, yeah, or, like, or like, indigenous, indigenous people, b- yeah, which is like so strange. Like the word Native mm-hmm. to me is it's like Native species or like plant you know Mm -hmm. but it's like we know these people also aren't native like they use the ice bridge (laughs) and then walk down alaska and down so they're not like it's just such a it's like there's such a confusion of like what do we call these people we killed like (laughs) you know like they were here before like i think first nations is fine because it implies that like they're here first but like it also is still kind of weird because they weren't nation states you know so it's like there's just no way for like this like in like Kind of like modern, like American nation, say English to like say like, pe- like just like people who are chilling, you know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. they're just straight chilling. <laughs> it's
0: also just like the use of the word like American in general, just as like a tool. Yeah, to, like, like America fold them was them the fucking the, yeah <laughs> to fold them into like the American like uh, tapestry. Like oh yes, they're just the, they're just like our origins, even though like that's not even how we describe the origins of the country. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, wow this this episode's a real
1: <laughs> we're taking people on a journey we really how are we went it. through a lot we <laughs> well that's because i like neither of us went to fucking we didn't do the things we were talking about so like i wasn't really sure how long we could plumb the depths <laughs> of like going to tahiti when neither of us had been to tahiti maybe
0: next year we should go to tahiti no. we could go to um we could go visit my uncle in bermuda Actually, that'd be That's really dangerous. Small. What do you mean?
1: Bermuda? I don't know, fuck with it. <laughs> Why not? What if we get lost?
0: <laughs> you know how small Bermuda is?
1: I feel like it'd be easy to get lost. <laughs> What's crazy is I did not know Bermuda was a place, like, actually, until I was, like, maybe a teenager. <laughs> like, I only knew about the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs>
0: that's all you really need to know (laughs) I remember in elementary school I was in the gifted program because you know Um, and I remember we did a whole unit on the Bermuda Triangle I don't remember anything we learned I love
1: that I love like I think about that like with like elementary school teachers they're ill-equipped to teach like a half of the fucking oh yeah subjects they teach
0: I mean that's the reason that like especially as an American Studies major now little plug I, like, so many things we learn. Because, you know, like, when you're younger, like, adults will say shit, and then you just, like, take it as truth, because you're, like, they're adults, they're, they're obviously. Smart, so yeah. and, like, so many times, especially last semester in my AMSA class, I'd just be sitting there and be like, this isn't what Miss Bunch taught me. <laughs> like, I just, on like, falsely learned American history in so many ways. It's so,
1: yeah, it really got me fucked up. Like, that was, like, me and uh, our friends. One of our friends were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, some of our friends went down to the Carolinas, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And one of our friends was, like, talking. They were just talking about, like, there was, like, a like a Confederate monument mm-hmm. of, for, like, whatever. Like, the uh, Confederates. Did any Confederates die at Fort Sumner?
0: Maybe.
1: Anyways, it was for them, yeah. right? And we were talking about it, like, kind of this myth of, like the war of northern aggression it's like it's actually infuriates me so much like it makes me so mad but people mean it was <laughs> i like it actually it's like the north did nothing like actually nothing like they actually did less than nothing like they did it so little <laughs>
0: oh no, my favorite one time one of my sisters <clears throat> in a high school class this was in virginia though and they were talking about the civil war and someone said was like yeah you know people in the south cuz like northern reading is like technically the south but it's not really the south yeah. culturally and someone was like, yeah, you know, like, Southerners will say, like, the war of Northern aggression or whatever. And some kid in this class got, like, angry and was like, well, it was. If Lincoln could have minded his own business or whatever.
1: That's <laughs> crazy. And You're like, if the president could have just not done his job.
0: <laughs> and just <laughs> let some people secede, like, we'd be cooking. Like
1: That's so crazy. And what's crazy is he did mind his business. <laughs> and then Southerners felt the need to continue to shoot. Like, that's crazy. Like, not only, it's still, it's, like, so absurd to me. It's like, they. Got got the Fugitive Slave Act, like, enacted against, like, previous agreements anyways, and then they still seceded, and then they still shot, like, at fourth... Like, it's so absurd. It's, like, so fucking stupid and racist, and I'm tired of poor white people telling me that, like, they're... Ah! It's so... I'm so tired. What's
0: hilarious, though, is I remember distinctly, I want to say fourth or fifth grade, going, like, going to, like, school in, in Georgia, and my history teacher explicitly several times saying the civil war was not about slavery
1: how and i I remember
0: being like oh really
1: (laughs) interesting interesting historic like no that was like i read what's his face dubois dubois
0: wb Du Bois.
1: yeah his thing on reconstruction Mm. and he was like yeah like isn't it crazy that like when like you had the like largest number of like poor and working class people in american history like right after the Civil War, poor whites and poor blacks. And instead <laughs> of four whites being like, wow, look at this huge voted class voting block we have. And like, nah. like and mind you, this is the time of Marx. Like this is the time of like class consciousness. <laughs> like when they like people are unionizing in the north and Britain and France, mm-hmm. you know? It's like they're like not fucking, (laughs) let's align with our fucking capitalist overlords, like, that, it actually infuriates me that that happened, like, I still can't get my head around it, like, I can, because people are so racist, racist, but, like, it's still so annoying, um,
0: yeah, it's actually hilarious, and horrifying, (laughs) um... So I anyway. guess the
1: moral of the story <laughs> is this country can fucking choke. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we've learned. Except
0: today. for the Pacific Northwest. We're going to go now. Uh, you can listen to more voice podcasts on the voice pa- podcast network on Apple podcasts. Uh, and then also on Georgetown.com. Uh, Georgetown voice, not Georgetown.com. Georgetown um, Or just however you're currently listening to this is probably fine. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter. Dang, I've never
1: thought about that. (laughs) I've never thought about that. Like, why are we explaining it if they're listening? They're already here.
0: It's fine. Whoa, what a trip. (laughs) Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Georgetown Voice. There's like a halftime voice. Maybe one day we'll get a Twitter. We'll talk to you soon. Take care of yourselves. Uh, Enjoy your post-spring break depression. Wow, bye. Bye.